Hello, mamas. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful moms out there. It's such an honor to be able to share this platform with y'all and be able to just impact moms all over the world. And most importantly, this show does not grow or be able to transform into what it has today without you. So thank you. In today's episode, in honor of Mother's Day, I just really want to share the tips with you that have really, really helped me to be able to feel confident as a chain-breaking mom. Internally, externally, decisions I make for our children, we make for our children, um, spiritually, things in that manner. I just want to use this episode to pour into you what has worked for me. I've been a mom for coming up on four years now, and I want to just share this far what has worked, what doesn't work, and just what really makes me feel good as a mother. And I hope that you can get something out of this because I know that as moms, we share so much common ground. And I know that sometimes some of y'all say things to me that is just so profound that I'm like, oh my God, like it's transformational, you know? And I want to be able to give that back to you in honor of Mother's Day. Let's get into it. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. All right, before we get into today's episode, I would just love to ask you if you've been a written, if you've been a written, (laughs) no, if you've been a listener for a while, if you could please go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm under Moms Breaking Chains, and you can go follow my Instagram. I do kind of give some inspiration to moms out there post my episodes i we also do have a free facebook community page for moms breaking chains and you're uh you know building that community so we can all be together and again what defines a chain breaking mom is us breaking those generational toxic cycles that that we're that we're getting instilled in us right and we're breaking those cycles for the children and generations to come right so that's what i define as a chain breaking mom as somebody that is able a mother that is wanting something different for their children so you want to join that community yes while this is for moms in recovery there's so many other things that come with it right in a deeper surface level we know that there was so many more things that affected us to want to go live that lifestyle but with that I want to get into these tips these I ended up having nine 
tips that I want to share with moms that have allowed me to feel confident as a chain breaking mom. Things that I've learned, things that I've learned what to do, not to do, um, things that have really helped me grow as a mother and again I share openly very openly honestly um, I'm very vulnerable on this show about my struggles as a mother and how I struggle in the areas of disciplining and just really learning to break the chains out of those toxic traits that were instilled in me right and it's again it's not that it's our parents fault or you know they're doing the best they can they probably feel they were giving us better than what they had and I'm more than sure every parent wants to give their kids better than what they had right um but with that I'm hoping that the future my children break chains that I may have did something wrong right and then their children break chains of something that they didn't like the way their parents raised them right so we all learn and grow and evolve as we go um but it does start with that one person that's going to make that change right and i'm hoping that that's you i know that that's you um, because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't believe it was you okay so we're going to get into these nine tips so number one Tips that have helped me feel like a confident chain-breaking mom. One is my spiritual self-care. That for me has been really, really, um, that's my foundation. You know, that has really allowed me to uh, really be strong in in my belief and what it is that helps keep me going. I believe in God, you know, and, and I really have been battling with the whole issue of, you know, when I go to church and then people call me like, oh, then that means you have to be, this or you know putting a label on me and those labels are very disturbing to me you know and I think that that's where I'm working on that's an area that I'm looking into because for a reason well yes I believe in God and I I just I love to pray and I truly believe in the power of you know of the authority that we have and everything I still struggle to put a label when people are like, are you a Christian? Well, what are you? Are you in a religion? Like when I have people ask me, it disturbs me, right? So to make it less complicated for anybody, everybody out there, I wrote spiritual self-care, right? Uh, I believe in God. I pray. And I find that when I put my power and authority in, in, and turn things over that I really feel where I get an alignment spiritually, right? And it really helps me to evolve and be, be the woman that I've become because I really, really have come a long way, right? The belief that I had about God back then is very different than the way I believe about God today. You know, I used to think God punished me and that I had to do things a certain way and act a certain way and pray a certain way. And I'm not saying act like in like, oh, giving permission to go and do crazy stuff. No, it's just that back then my life was very different and I get to see today that as having children we get to uh, sorry we get to shape the way our children view God right we get to view how our children see prayer and self-care and so part of me being the mom that I am today when I have my patience and I'm at peace and serenity is because it ties down to that spiritual self-care right and for you I hope that that is something you make for your priority, right? Like I recently just started adding in more meditation, like just to really just sit in my thoughts, in the spirit, just really sit there and allow myself to just feel and declutter my mind, right? And sometimes, and, and the quiet moments, just to sit there. And so that's some of the things that I'm doing differently to really help me. So again, that first one is that spiritual self-care um, that could be prayer, that could be reading the word, that could be whatever, it, w- how that works for you, right? The second part is spend quality, uninterrupted time with my kids. Um, that is a really big one because I am, I'm really learning that 
you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to grow up and they're going to leave us, right? They're only going to be little so long. And while, yes, I, you know, I have to check myself because I'm such a go-getter and I want to be like, oh, you know, I want to do this and I want to run the business and I want to blah, right? And while the business is doing amazing and all these things, I have to be mindful of, you know what, my kids come first and we made the decision as a family to homeschool. And so the time blocking for my training is only evenings and early mornings. And I have to be careful to not start pushing into my time block of my time with my children, right? Because it's easy to get there, right? And it's not because of the money. It's because I get excited to train women. I get excited when I get women that ask me to train them and that they want to do it, but, you know, their time only works here. It's like having to learn to say no, right? Um, No, sorry, that time doesn't work for me. No, but I do have an online program. You can join instead, right? Like having to give alternatives and be okay that people may not be able to train with me because of timing, right? As of right now, because my, my children are so important to me, right? And And spending that quality time with them, you know, I love that I have the day during the day to be with them. I get to take them on play dates, take my daughter to gymnastics. You know, we'll be putting my son in karate soon. Like, I love to be able to do those things. We go outdoors. We go to the park. We do so many fun things. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. There's not enough money in the world. I love my clients so much, but I will not give in to my time with my children because I love my babies. And I want them to have, I want to give them that time, right? I want to be able to pour into them and their education and teach them things and have fun while we're learning, right? So quality time, whatever that looks like. And I also put uninterrupted because that takes me to the next one, right? Um, Another tip that has really helped me to feel confident as a mother, like it really just helps me feel better is when I'm less on my phone. Um, Since I got back on social media and, you know, my my business really to take off as far as, you know, those of you that are new to my my podcast, I'm a female boxing trainer and I only train females and I started I rebranded and it's really taken off and it's been a blessing, right? And but with that, right, has come the need to be on my phone to um, because it's the way that boxing is set up and just, you know, people like to see they visually comes to fitness. They got to see. So I put little clips and then I do my own editing on my videos and all that. And it can become time consuming. And most importantly, it can be me taking time on my phone. Right. And so I had to I have to check myself because I was off social media for five months completely. I wasn't working. I disconnected from everybody and everything. And I made the decision that I didn't want to be on my phone. And as a matter of fact, episode number two, I talk about taking a look at our social media time. Right. Like, is it growing our business? Is it really helping it? Or are we just spending time scrolling mindlessly? And so I'm going to be honest, like my business has grown tremendously through my social media presence. But with that, so has my timing that I've started scrolling again, right? I catch myself. And so I'm starting to have to be like, I'm going to put my phone in another room, you know, because I really want to develop that discipline to not spend an hour scrolling. Like I talked about this in episode two, when I didn't have social media, this is what I was afraid of getting back into doing. I did not want to be hooked on my phone again, right? And again, 
when we start getting more exposure and, you know, business is growing, people asking you questions, messaging. Um, I try to keep my social media about my business and my podcast. Um, and it really just comes down to like, I get personal. I, I'm, I'm vulnerable with my, my ladies, right? I have a lot of moms on my pages. And so I tend to be open and share with y'all. But with that, like I said, comes me being on my phone. So what I'm going to do differently, um, and this is why I, I get a planner, and I book my I time block. I'm going to start blocking out a time to do my social media. Um, what's the word marketing? Because that's what it is, right? I'm marketing on social media. I'm actually going to block out a work block for that so that the other times I will not be grabbing my phone. Right. And I, I think I'm going to actually start setting hours where um, I'm not responding to anybody's messages anymore. Like you like just like an office. Right. You can't reach people at a certain time. I'm going to start doing the same because I need to check myself with my phone usage, right? And I did see my percentage start going up and I just know, I feel like I've been too much on my phone and I don't like it. And so um, I think there's smarter ways to do it. Um, I don't I don't think you have to get completely off, but I do think that there's smarter ways to be able to do it. And so I'm going to take a look into that. Number four, I put, um, be the example for my children. This has been a big tip um, that I'm learning and I'm still in the process of learning, right? Is like telling our children, we, you know, I think we get really, I'm going to say, I say we, but I'm going to say me, right? I get caught up in, um, I could catch myself going to that, do as I say, not as I do, right? Um, I don't necessarily ever tell them that. I've never, ever, that's never came out of my mouth. I'm saying my actions do that sometimes, right? So I have to check myself if like, I don't want my kid yelling. Okay, well then why do I yell and raise my voice at my children when they upset me, right? If I don't want them raising their voice at each other or raising their voice at me, well then I can't do that either, right? If I say kids no hitting, no smacking each other, well then why would I want to spank my children, right? And again, I, I share openly about that, how that was something instilled in me growing up. And so I thought, early on in their in their early years that that's the way you do that you you know you scare them intimidate them and it never felt good for me to do that I don't like spanking my kids I don't like intimidating them now do I lose my temper yes do my kids drive me crazy yes they do right they're little they're two and three and they're in the stage where they're like crazy right now right um definitely all up in the mix but with that comes that discipline, right? I have to practice that self-control, that discipline to, hey, you know what? Sit down, talk with my children. Um, we've been implementing timeouts. We've been implementing taking things away. I've been getting down to their eye level and telling him, no, we don't do that, you know? So really learning to be the example of what I want my kids to be. Not, I don't, I do not want my kids to ever think that my, my advice to them is do as I say, not as I do, because that is absolutely not what I want my kids to do. That is, I think that is the worst advice. I really, really do because, um, kids are going to do what they see there. You know, I, my dad told me so many things. I, I disregarded so many of it because I didn't see him do it, right? Um, and so those things really made me like, well, then why? That doesn't make sense. Why are you doing them then if I can't do them? So I say those things because I think it's, um, it's important. It's important that we definitely become the example for our kids, you know? So yeah, so that's the next one. That was number four is be the example for my children. Like what, do, what am I showing my kids? Number five is surrendering my control. Um, surrendering control period, right? And this comes in areas of my life. This comes in 
surrendering and my parenting what I think my kids should be doing um, and surrendering the control of what I think my business should look like, be like, surrendering the control of how I think my fiance should act, like surrendering all that control, right, of what, how my friends should be, how my friends should support me, what people should support me, surrender it, let it go, because you are going to keep getting let down, because people are not going to meet the expectations that you need, right, um, I will say that, so people are going to fall short, I, I fall short, we're going to fall short, right? And I really feel that there is just comes so much power and grace when we just surrender it and know that, hey, it's okay, right? It's going to be okay regardless. Like, I got to surrender that control and turn that over to God for me, right? Because I really feel that in this process, especially of parenting, I'm going to keep it on the parenting part, right? I have to surrender the control of my parenting because I really, and what I mean by that is like, when I get people like, cause you know, I'm if, again, if you're new to this episode, you know that I was a competitive boxer for like 12 years, right? Uh, I was in boxing for 12 years. I competed for like nine years. <clears throat> and so of course with that, I have many people like, oh, so are your kids going to be boxers? You know, you're a boxing trainer. And I will be honest with you. A lot of the times that never even crosses my mind because I'm like, I want my kids to be their own people. Like it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't cross my mind. You know, I really don't. And I'm like, you know, no, it, it, it doesn't cross my mind. Like I put my daughter in gymnastics and my son, we're going to put him in karate. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I mean, you know, if they show interest, then yeah, I'll, I'll train them. But I'm just really big in that, in that area of like, I don't want my kids to do or be anything that they think they have to be because mom said they have to, you know, or dad said they have to, um, my fiance was an athlete as well. And, you know, we just don't, I, what I love about our relationship is and our parenting together is that we know we want our children to be their own people. That is the number one reason why we are homeschooling. We want them to be their own people. We want them to be able to have that say in their life, take the take charge of the direction and the path they want to take when it comes to their success. And that's what lights us up. And we mean that in a way of loving, of like, you know, we we encourage them. But in order for us to surrender that control, um, you know, we have to like come into some acceptance that, you know, we, we are going to make mistakes as parents, right? Um, You know, our kids may get bigger and be like, mom, I hate it that you homeschooled me, put me in public school. And I'm like, okay, you know, like I have to be okay with what I think that, you know, like my son, um, he he really doesn't like, like when I take him on play dates, I'll take him to these places that are really awesome that I'm like, oh, he's going to love it. He's going to do this. Um, they have like the little zip lines, everything. And he just doesn't get on it. He's like, I don't want to. And I want to be like, I see all these other kids smaller than him getting on it. Right. And my mind wants to be like, oh, why doesn't he want to get on? But you know what? That's not my son. He'd rather go play with dirt and sticks. And that's okay. Like I have to surrender that control to think that my son needs to be a certain way because other kids are a certain way. I have to surrender the control that because, you know, my daughter is doing this and she's showing interest in this doesn't necessarily mean that my son's going to want to do karate either, right? We're taking a big shot. He may want it, he may not. He may not be the athletic type right now. And that's okay. Like, I have to like really check myself and take myself out of it and be like, you know what? I'm going to like, I got to be loving and respectful to my children and what one thing I want them to know is that mommy supported them in everything they did, right? But in order for me to do that, I have to surrender the control that they're they gotta look 
they got to do what I think they should. My kids don't have to be boxers. My kids don't ever have to put on a pair of gloves if they don't want to, even though they both already have. But they don't have to, like, go compete or anything like that, right? Um, I have to just really take a look in those areas because I don't want my kids to be a mini-me. I don't. I don't want to mold them to be molded into anything that they're not. I want them to be beautifully and perfectly the way God made them to be, even if it seems crazy, right? Even if they look like I have no idea what this kid's going to do because all he does is play with dirt. That's okay. It doesn't, I'm, I got, I'm going to surrender that because my son, there's a plan for all our beautiful children. There's a plan for all of us as mothers. And we just need to surrender that because our kids are so perfect. And you know, it's hard. I know it's so hard because we want our kids to be excellent and do this and be, you know, start them young, but you know what? Let's just, how about let's just love them unconditionally where they're at. Right. Okay. That was a long one. So (laughs) number six, um, self-care having self-care mom days that and I and I touched up on that on episode 21 I talk about self-care tips for moms but this one so important to me um especially now I've been doing so much more I being that I run the business evening early morning and then during the day I'm with my children all day um I really really have to do these I have to block them out you know I just had an amazing massage on Friday morning um, I block out time to do my massage, take care of myself. Um, I, I think I talked about it a few episodes ago where I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I love I would love to do my nails, but I can't afford it right now. Well, I've been able to start doing my nails and my feet. Right. So I started doing some things like that. Um, I read books. Books are such a huge way. Like if I get quiet time to read a book, a good book. Oh, man, I am set. My spirit is like, whoo, I love to read like that lights me up. Um, this morning I went for a jog. Uh, my, you know, my, my fiance was watching, well, he's going to be my husband. He was watching, uh, the children. I got to go for a run. I got wrapped up in the middle of a 5k and it felt great. I was like, Oh, I want to be in a 5k, (laughs) but it was super cool. Right? Like it was just beautiful to take the time for mom, um, to do these things. Right. Um, sometimes I'll start crafting. I love to make crafts. I like to make wreaths and shirts and, um, I'm just very crafty, right? And so I like to do things like that. Like those things light me up. So I take a look in those things and, and I'm really like, I'm just really grateful um, for my mom days and my self-care days. I used to neglect myself a lot and I don't do that no more. So if you're not doing any self-care days, I highly recommend it. And it doesn't have to be a whole day, like a whole day without your kid. It could be a couple hours. Like for me on Friday I, in the morning, I got my massage and then I was able to go get something else done after. And then I picked up my kids. Worked out perfect, you know, worked out perfect for me. Like I was able to go do what I had to do, you know, um, also, uh, you know, working out, like taking care of yourself, those kind of things, reading a good book, journaling, um, taking, waking up earlier to get that time for yourself, like all of that, right? A nice warm bath, um, just something that fills your spirit, um, your mindset, and just helps you feel better. Those are so important. And again, if you want to know more about what I do for self-care tips, you can check out episode number 21 of this podcast. And then um, the seventh one is doing some inner healing work. That one is really, really, that should have been like on the top, top. I, I, I don't know where I put it towards the end. Um, That should have been right after the spiritual self-care. Um, Because this is a form of spiritual self-care, right? It's really, it's a spiritual, but it's the emotional self-care. I really have to take a look and check in with Monica. I have to check in with my emotions. I have to check in with how I'm feeling. I have to check in with the things that have really 
um, helped me to be the woman that I am today. And part of me checking in emotionally is knowing that like a lot of the times I can make some pretty, you know, crazy decisions or impulsive decisions based on my emotions, right? A lot of times we're driven by our emotions, but it's because we don't have a way to check them, right? Like the the way that we react and respond when we're re- reacting, like I used to react in, like I used to fight a lot, you know, that I'm just being really honest. Um, so when I was angry, I would react in anger and, uh, or when I was scared, I would react in you know, in fear, and I would revert to fighting or whatever, right? Like, I always just thought quick react, 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 react in my emotions. And I didn't think or know or really, like, stop to process, like, what are you really feeling inside, right? I realized that a lot of the decisions I made when I stayed out to use and get high for so long, I was driven by my fear. And the fear was the bottom one, but it's there was different little roots that were coming out of that, right? And it was like the shame, the the um, degradation, right? All the things that were tied to my fear was like because I was embarrassed. Um, I did degrading things. Oh, nobody's gonna like you know. People are gonna make fun of me. People are this, and so I really had to start checking those areas of like, wow. Um, you know, I do make decisions because of my fear. Right. And so I was really grateful that I had that that opportunity to be able to do healing work. Um, I'm real open and honest that I do uh, a 12 step program. I'm also um, I do. I have gotten some coaching. I am still doing some things for my empowerment coaching that really had me do some deep work and it's beautiful I'm like wow because I'm seeing how all these other areas like wow yes you know and then and then also my belief in God right like learning what God says about me and how my old distorted thinking really played into how I drive myself right and see myself now with my healing work in my program in my coaching in in my faith, all of that is coming together to really help me um, be a different woman, be open-minded to different perspectives. Um, I still see how I can really be, um, like, I'm open to listening, but I could still see how sometimes my eyes can come and I can have, like, a little critical lens on, right? And so learning when I'm acting like that or when I'm starting to see that way, like, no, I got to shift that perspective and change the lenses to let's be more loving, let's be more understanding, right? And that all come with being doing inner healing work. And so even journaling, I haven't been doing it as recent, but when I do do it in the morning, I'll journal and check in with Monica, check in with my feelings. It really, really does help me. And so I'm really going to get back on doing that. Um, But it really helps me. It helps me check in with me. Um, a little mini inventory. How Monica, Monica, how are you doing today? What's going to drive you today, right? Were you feeling a little uncomfortable about something that happened? Are those feelings getting projected into your family now? Are you pushing that on your kids, on your fiance, your friends? Are you acting this way because somebody here upset you? So doing that work because it's really going to help us. Um, the worst thing is treating our children like punching bags because of something someone else did, right? Um, carrying that anger from an- one generation to another because we cannot let it go. I'm always big and encouraging. Do the healing work. Go and get... I'm sorry, that was my elbow. I did not, like, dump my face. <laughs> it just happened to be timing. Um, That was my elbow. But um, do the work, right? Like, get the, get the help. I always say pray. Ask God to lead you. You know, ask God for that healing. And a lot of times when that healing comes, it's in a form of guiding us to somebody to help us. Guiding us to some kind of revelation, to something to really help us 
do the work. The things I do, the woman I am today, I couldn't have did that alone. I, I, There's no way. Most importantly, number one, God. But secondly, he's positioned beautiful people in my life to help me be who I am, right? So whether that's a form of therapy, counseling, step work, a program, recovery group, whatever it is that works for you, do it. Do it because that inner healing work is so important to help you feel like the best mom you can be, right? And I, and even though you have flaws in other areas, it's okay. We can still feel like a great mom as we're a work in progress, right? You have the ability and you get the permission to be happy and be good with yourself. <clears throat> Number eight is I take care of myself physically. Fitness is a passion of mine. Um, I, I must, when I get back in my routine, it is on. I love it. I'm a certified trainer. I'm a boxing trainer. So I've always had a love for fitness. Um, and I've always just seen, and God has, I really feel like God has put me in a place where I've been able to be in other people's shoes. Like if you look at my transformation picture on my mom's breaking chains page, you'll see that that was me a year ago. And I, mind you, I've been a certified trainer, you know, for about a decade now. So yeah, that was me. You know, I've, it's been about nine years I've been a trainer. So that was me a year ago. So this was me with the knowledge, me with the understanding. This was me still just struggling emotionally, spiritually, like all of that. I was trapped in a body I didn't recognize, right? And because I was in a body I didn't recognize that I wasn't comfortable in, it, it led me to act, um, I was acting a lot on my emotions, right? I wouldn't get up and exercise. Um, I I was eating bad. I was sad. I was depressed. And I know motherhood plays a role. And like, I, I was dealing with some postpartum depression. And it was really hard for me because I just couldn't get out of the funk. You know, I was going through some health issues. They had found a, a mass in my, in my pituitary gland. And there was all kinds of things going on that were just my body was out of whack. And I was going, you know, through the MRIs and it was a lot. It was a lot. And it was really hitting me emotionally, spiritually. And um, and I was just, you know, I wasn't handling it right. And I let myself go right physically. And I, I tell you that it starts with the physical, right? Um, the most ex from the external to the internal, it's the physical, it's the emotional, it's the mental, and then it's the spiritual, right? Because spiritually, it helps us be able to do things i'm sorry i said that backwards it's physically then it's mentally then it's emotionally and then it's spiritually because all those drive us into the way we act when we're not feeling good you know spiritually our emotions don't feel good so when our emotions start playing it starts telling our mind hey we're not good we're out of alignment mentally we can't push ourselves to exercise to take care of our body to do the things that we know we have to do and I really feel like it all drives back to that foundation of like, where are we at in alignment spiritually, right? And in the reverse, right? When we're taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, we're more equipped, emotionally, we feel better, and therefore, we're more in alignment spiritually, and what it is that we're feeling. So I feel physical fitness, taking care of yourself, I don't care if it's just walking around your house in your yard, moving, running in place, just move your body. It is, does wonders for you to get those endorphins moving, uh, endorphins, sorry, excuse me, endorphins going, getting that body moving, blood flowing, you have to get moving. It's so important for your health. And part of that, that helps me become a con feel like a confident mom is that I'm more active with my kids. I tend to want to do more things with them. 
I want to go walk with them. I want to go run with them. I want to take them on play dates. I'm active. I love doing these things with my children. It feels great, you know? The last and final one is love. Just love your children. Love them where they're at. Love yourself where you're at. You have to just be good with yourself, good with others, good with your children. Just be that loving, beautiful person that you are because love just overcomes so many things. And just learning to love your kids where they're at. And maybe you have teenagers, maybe you have toddlers like me. Maybe you have a baby, baby that doesn't let you sleep. You know, maybe you're expecting, um, you know, it's it or anywhere in between, right? Or adult children. Like, it's just beautiful to be able to just love them where they're at, right? Soak in the moments. It's okay to take the weekends off. It's okay to turn your phone off and just say, I just want to cuddle in bed with my kids. I want to watch movies and enjoy my time and do it. Enjoy it embrace them love them love them where they're at you know i have plenty of episodes where i talk about us loving loving the children loving your children where they're at um encouraging them just being that mom you know your job as a parent is just to love and i talked about the book i read called love-centered parenting that just opened my eyes to that my one job for my children is to love them love them where they're at love them how they are embrace them and that helps me when I'm loving my children and I'm loving those around me that makes me feel like a wonderful confident mom I feel amazing internally externally because I'm acting of love and if God is love then I'm on the right track right and so I just hope that these tips help you again these were nine tips that I really felt I wanted to bless you with on Mother's Day and these have helped me but I know that some of y'all have shared with me things that help y'all and it just lights me up because I'm all about just empowering women loving on y'all it's just so beautiful so so beautiful to have this opportunity to bless you moms and thank you for listening to this podcast Mother's Day is just so special I have the honor of still having my beautiful mom in my life she's my rock she's the queen of my life and um and I and I love and admire her as my mother and just as a woman in general because she is a powerhouse and I'm so grateful for her right and um maybe one day (laughs) I just it just dropped in my spirit maybe one day I can get her on this podcast to share with us because I really think that um she has a lot of knowledge and wisdom and I'm grateful for her because she's gone through so many things that have really really helped me shape my perspective as a woman and the mom that I am today so I just bless you mamas you know god bless you and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day. And you are special. Do something good for yourself today. And we will be back here tomorrow for another episode. All right. Love you, mamas. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye.